For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Up. My hat looks a little crooked. It's because I just smoked my head on my ceiling when I got up to get a drink. Oh man, uh, that's no yeah. bueno. Ouch! Like a like a pretty bad smoking, actually. So if, if that that's my out, if I say any like super hot takes that don't make any sense or whatever else, it's because I just uh, maybe concussed myself. So I mean, that happens to some of us. Lead concussion syndrome. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. Me and Mike. This is the new shit. Uh, hopefully, you hear me. Hopefully, you hear him. Hopefully. And his beautiful, soft voice. Yes. Beautiful, soft, elegant caress. Yes. Bringing you all the new new music, new shit. Yeah, and it's good because, you know, I feel like we had a little bit of a lull there over the holidays. We were talking about the best mm-hmm. of the year, and then we skipped a couple weeks, and now I think the music industry is... Well, I'm not going to say it's back, that's for sure, but oh, it's a yeah. little more back than uh, than it was last week, and we got some records that uh, I think people are going to be excited about. The, the embers, the coals that the music industry was are starting to reignite. Oh, that's like why you this. should always put out your campfires. I like this. Those are some good lyrics, Mike. You do some ghostwriting for some uh, bands on the side? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. It'd be fun once in a while. It would be Let's fun. Do it. Hit me up. Give me that co-write. <laughs> sure hey why not um yeah mike looks good today big smiles uh i like your all black Rock setup i feel rolling. like your camera looks better today thank People you liking the setup i love the color palette on this hoodie too it's just I, I don't know why but it's like pale blue and like fuchsia almost it's venom prison okay sure i venom love it prison it's, i like that name i never heard of that. i know right they're like death metal hardcore i forget where they're from but they're really cool nice very very cool yeah we're back we're doing this this is the new shit end of january edition what do you want to start with i forget how we do this 
Uh, I'm pretty sure we talk about what we talked about last week. Yeah, which was? Uh, we had two EPs, so I kind of want to talk about both of them because we didn't have a lot of releases. Yep. Uh, the first one, our number one, we had uh, Traceless with their new EP, Obsession. How'd you like that? I did not listen to it other than the single, oh my unfortunately. Um, but I will say I do like this band. I do feel there's a lot of promise here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but tell me your take on it. I bet you have one. I definitely do. I've listened to this EP two or three times right now uh, so far. Um, I absolutely love it. I think overall the record is great. It's got a really strong focus on kind of losing relationships, not necessarily like romantic relationships, but I think just relationships in general and kind of letting go. But it really has this fun kind of sound over it, which I enjoy when bands can really make something that sounds kind of happy about some kind of more depressing, sad, melancholy content, I guess. Yeah. Um, overall, the writing is really good uh, for what it is. I think it's a little slow at points, and I wish there would have been a song or two like their single Trust Issues, which came out last year, which is a bit more melodic and faster paced. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like these are a little bit more of kind of like radio singles, but they're not bad by any means. I really like them, and if you still haven't checked out their new EP, Obsession, and you like varsity bands like that, this... EP is absolutely incredible and right up your alley. Another brand new band coming at you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Traceless is is one of those bands, and and they just have a a, a vibe to them. A, a vibe is the mm-hmm. only word that that I feel like sets them a little bit apart from the other stuff yeah. coming out. Um, it is interesting that maybe the songs are a little less fast paced. I was kind of yeah, I would I would be hoping for the opposite with a band like that to hear, mm-hmm. you know, them really, you know kind of take me to the place I want to, but I, I have to listen to the record before I can really uh, assess it myself. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll disagree and I'll love it, Mike. I'm, I mean, I love it too. I'm not saying I don't. I'm sure you're going to love it because you like that varsity EP. So I do. I do. Beautiful. And the other one was, uh, everyone dies in Utah with their new EP Supra. Yes. And your take. And my take is I messed up. This should have been number one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The, this little EP, I wasn't expecting something this good based on the singles that I heard. Um, they were good singles, don't get me wrong. But as a whole, once I heard this EP and everything fitting together, it was a lot more fun. Uh, like lyrically and thematically, it was just super impactful. I don't know. I was just driving in the car the first time I was listening to it. And I had I found myself like going back after the first time I listened to it. I'm like, all right, I've got to listen to like song one once or twice now, song two once or twice in a row now. And like to actually get everything that was going on and throughout the entire EP, it just kind of builds and builds and man, it's just got a feel to it that really keeps my attention and wants me to keep listening to it. I was a hundred percent surprised. I felt like this was going to be a good EP that I was going to listen to once and then take down my little notes for the show and be like, this is good. But I didn't expect to spin it like six or seven times so far this week like i have awesome no i it's thing you know that's the thing about eps is typically if if it's an ep coming out and there's been a couple singles two three singles sometimes Mm -hmm. you're giving away most of it right i mean i mean there's not a lot to leave on the table um with a full-length record a lot of times you can have two three singles and not even understand the scope of what the artist is trying to do so when you have a surprise in an EP or the singles aren't the best songs, that's mm-hmm. that's a really nice surprise. And, so it's great that even Everyone Dies is, in Utah pulled that off. You know, a, a band we talked about last week being underrated, you know, mm-hmm. um, being a, a smaller band on some smaller labels. 
Um, so hopefully, you know, this gets some eyeballs on them and some earballs on them and some mm-hmm. balls on them, and they get lots of balls. Balls. I and honestly, like your little comment about the singles and stuff like that, like one of my least favorite singles from this like little cycle, Planetary, is now my favorite song on the EP, just hmm. because of how it fits in with everything else. Yeah, I mean, that's. That, so much better. That's super interesting too. How, like context can be everything with with mm-hmm. um, how you know music is, and that's why I'm not always a big fan. Like some of my favorite bands, oh, they'll put out a single. I'll be like, I guess I like gotta listen to it. But mm-hmm. you know, man, I really just wish I could hear what you know what this means, especially when yeah. you're starting to deal with when you're dealing with fans with that, that do a lot of concept, conceptual music, and, mm-hmm. and different things like that. So, hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah. Good music last week. You ready to get into this week? Oh, I can't wait, dude. Um, we've got a great top five. I'm, I'm excited about all these records and excited to talk about them. Let's start with number five. So number five coming out of Portland, Maine. Not Portland, Oregon. Portland, Maine. I had to do a double take there. But it's uh, <laughs> this hardcore band called Cruel Hand. They're putting out their new EP, Dark Side of the Cage. Yes. And have you ever heard of Cruel Hand? I have. In fact... I figured you would. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's funny though, I feel like it's been a few years, they mm-hmm. had a lot of hype maybe like three, four years ago, um, maybe right they like were 2015, on 2016, I think, they were, it was when they were on like Warped and starting to pick up some Exactly, steam. yeah, they were on, they were on Warped Tour, and I remember, you know, yeah, I think they were on the tour with us, so I was, you know, mm-hmm. very aware of them and what they were doing, and, and, and I, I mean, you know, I love that style of music, especially... Portland, Maine, like you're talking about East Coast, you know, New England hardcore. That's yep. where, you know, a lot of the g- hardcore greats are from, you know. So so I, I really like this band and I'm excited for something because, yeah, I feel like it's been a few years since, you know, they've mm-hmm. they've put anything out, I, I think. I think it's got to be at least four or yeah, five years. Yeah, I think so as well. And honestly, I'm really excited for this too because uh, I know a lot of what we talked about as far as hardcore bands lately have been kind of more... Uh, modern style of hardcore. Right. From the single I've heard, these guys are kind of sticking to hardcore's roots. Uh, very two-steppy, uh, more kind of shouty than screamy lyric or uh, vocals and stuff like that. And like the first thing I thought of when I heard it, I was like, is this 2005, 2010? Like, I'm really excited to hear some old school hardcore again. No, no, 100%. And like, what's cool about this too is like, yes, they're an old school hardcore band. Yes, they take influence from, you know, things like Cro-Mags and Madball and, you know, Mm -hmm. New York hardcore and probably a lot of their Boston, you know, somewhat newer 90s Boston hardcore. But, you know, this is also produced by Zeus, who's produced records from Hatebreed, Rob Zombie, um, etc., right? So Mm -hmm. the production on this album is probably going to be awesome. And when we're talking about what's going to set you know, one hardcore record apart from another, a lot of times it does come down to production. It can be super important and often mm-hmm. overlooked. So I think that this um, this is a great, worthy pick. And anybody looking for, you know, maybe to get out a little frustration, you know, oh, yeah. a little anger that you might have developed over the past <laughs> 10 months. Uh, Do some cruel hand, in your living room. Yes. Cruel Hand is a change, great soundtrack it. to that. You ready to get into number four? Let's go. Number four. Number four, guilty pleasure of mine. Guilty, guilty pleasure oh boy, of mine. Oh, boy. Uh, so for those who don't know, I started getting into heavier music with thrash metal and hair metal and power metal and stuff like that. Uh, this band 
really has a special place in my heart. We've got the new album, Too Mean to Die by Accept, coming out. Yes. And, I mean, by now, a lot of people should be aware of Accept, but they've always been a little under the radar in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, old bands. I'm sure they probably toured with Metallica and Anthrax oh, I'm and, sure. and all that shit back in the day. But, you know, I think I've seen Accept on a lot of people's you know, back patches on their jackets, mm-hmm. but I don't know a lot of people that actually listen to the band. And honestly, I'm going to say like, I don't listen to the band all the time anymore. I have to be in a real special mood. And then only then I'll put on like balls to the wall or Teutonic terror or like the classic stuff. Right. And not a lot of their stuff has a lot of repeat spinability, but it's a fun band and they've got so much personality and the fact that they're sticking with it and they're like, we're still new wave of European heavy metal and we still wear leather and we do the fun thing where we sync up our guitars while we play live and bow them up and down. And I don't know. I'm like the album's called too mean to die. Like <laughs> how classic metal is that? Well, like, yeah. I mean, well also we should point out that they're from Germany. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and, and they have, some of the you know some of the like lyrical ideas and concepts and stuff they they feel very european to me yeah. which for, for for me it's always been sort of part of their charm um mm-hmm. but yeah this too mean to die this is their let me count 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 by my count this is their 16th full length yep. studio <laughs> album so they've been around and I would say out of those 16 albums, there's probably 20 other songs that are actually good. So take that with what you will. I'm excited. This band always has a little bit of something for me. There's going to be a song or two on here that I'm just going to fall in love with and put on my gym playlist and rock. Yeah. And, and this, this is their first album since, um, since 2017. So they've, 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 you know, this isn't like they've gone away for 30 years or anything like they Mm -hmm. have been putting out music, but it is always interesting when you, when you have a band that has such a rich history and they've been set in their ways, you always wonder like, is this going to be the album where there's a bunch of modern stuff and modern influence or not? You know, are they still recording? Is this going to be the new smashing pumpkins record where all of a sudden we're a synth wave band? Like what's going on? Right. And, and we'll see Have there, has there been any singles released from this yet? Yeah, there's three, and they all have great names. They ha- we have <laughs> Too Mean to Die, the title track off the album. Perfect. The The Undertaker. Okay. And Zombie Apocalypse. There you go. <laughs> sure. On, honestly, the songs are cra- classic thrash. You've got fun guitar solos, fun riffs, like f- fun drumming. Like it's thrash. It's great. <laughs> I I uh, I love it. I love it. The Undertaker. That's great. Hopefully, The Undertaker makes a guest appearance on that one. Oh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Number three. Number three. So this album was announced last week. Uh, very excited for it because I think it's a really cool concept. Uh, we've got the new album, OK Human by Weezer. Yes. And obviously legendary band in their own right. A mm-hmm. uh, band that, I mean, I, mean I, I personally love pretty much their entire catalog. A few bumps in the road, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, talk to me about the concept because I didn't I didn't hear about the concept of this album. Yeah, so basically what it is is they decided well uh, with quarantine and everything going on that they wanted to do a record with only quote-unquote analog sounds. Okay. So everything is non-distorted guitars plugged straight into recording devices. Same with the drums. 
Same with all of the orchestra that they're using to back. Same with all the electronics. I don't think I think they said they weren't using uh, any electronic like music stuff past like 1975 or 1980 or something okay, like that. Okay. So it's a very retro sound, and like the entire concept is music made by a lot of people for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, overall, they put out the one song called "All My Favorite Songs" last week. I think it's an absolute banger. Um, I'm excited for this concept because I think Weezer is a band that as good as they've been, they've been kind of sticking to their fundamentals for a while. And this is a little bit different and I'm excited to hear it for sure. For sure. I mean, I obviously like since the very first Weezer album, the blue album came out, Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it changed everything in alternative music. You know, they, they brought in this, you know, it was a it was a bit of a retro sound at the time when they brought it in too, and, and a lot a lot of people were doing it, you know, at that time, you know, in the in the uh, I guess it was the mid nineties, you know, and then and then Pinkerton became a classic record mm-hmm. even though it wasn't commercially successful at the time. They took like a five year hiatus. Uh, Rivers Cuomo went to Harvard, grew a big beard, and then they came back with the Green Album, which had you know like Hashpipe and Island in the yep. Sun. And then they became massive again. And then it seemed like they just kind of went through you know, a few albums there where it was kind of like like they put out Beverly Hills, which I thought was probably their worst song ever. You know, <laughs> but they would they would do things like that, but then they would put out other like glimmers of like amazing mm-hmm. songs. You know, so it was I always thought it was really interesting that they were constantly kind of shifting between these like gimmicky songs on the radio and then some really creative stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I, you kind of never know what you're going to get with Weezer, you, you know, and, and they do put it on an album pretty much consistently every two years. So there's a lot of material now to go through if you're just getting into uh, Weezer. But, but I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm always going to check out the new Weezer record whenever they put one out. Cause I mean, they, you never know. This this could be absolutely brilliant, and the the fact that they're diving into you know technology probably similar to when they were you know in 1994 when they were making their first album, mm-hmm. you know in terms of what recording technology was available. That's a pretty cool sign too, because that could bring them back to that old sound. You know, just based on that circumstance. Yeah, and I really think it's good for a band who's been around as long as Weezer has and who's made music like that and had these bumps in the roads that you're talking about to just kind of almost take a refresher and dive fully into a concept album. Either it's going to be absolutely great or it's going to be the worst album you've ever made, like Lulu, and people are going (laughs) to forget it happened and be really happy when you go back to making like a couple good songs every album. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's true. We, we, we aren't sure what we're going to get, but I, I don't know. And It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, Weezer is, is about as... Uh, Weezer. I mean, Rivers Cuomo, the singer of, of Weezer, is about as ig- enigmatic as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, uh, you never know. You never, you never know. Uh, I saw Weezer play in Japan once. That's interesting. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. They, they played... We were in Tokyo... Uh, we were on tour with Avril Lavigne. It was a real weird. I was time. gonna ask if it was that tour. <laughs> yeah, and we had a day off, and we had tickets to go see uh, Weezer. So the entire show, Rivers spoke to the crowd in Japanese. 
<laughs> he can speak Japanese awesome, at though. least well enough to do the entire show. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing like knee pads and just like, do you know, falling on his knees all over the stage. At one point, they had like this little drum set. At one point, he just like went over and started playing drums randomly. And then the all other right. dude was singing, but it didn't seem like it was... It seemed like he was just singing because Rivers wasn't. It was the, the <laughs> like one of the funnest shows ever, on quite honestly. So yeah, I'm a massive Weezer fan, and and this is this is awesome. This is exciting. Awesome. All right, number Ready two. To talk about number two. Yeah, number two. We've got an album that was delayed a little bit. It was supposed to come out last year, but now it's coming out this week. We've got Aurora by Anis OK. Yeah, this is um, a German band. I believe yep. they're German. Uh, we've toured with them a bunch in German Germany. Um, and yeah, like kind of a, a band. They've been around for a few years. They've done a few things. Mm-hmm. I feel like just now uh, people over on this side of the pond are starting to hear about them. Really starting to take off. Um, I think this band's been great. They've been great since I found them on YouTube back in like 2015, I think, right when they were starting out. Um, always been a consistent band. They know how to write a hook, yeah, which is something that I always appreciate. Um, and honestly, like normally they're not kind of a serious band. Like, uh, one of the singles for this record is called the cocaine's got your tongue. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But like they use titles like that to kind of talk about, I guess, these social issues that are going on too. Okay. Uh, with kind of like drug abuse. And then they've got another song called bonfire of the millennials. And it's like, what does that mean? But like all the lyricism, through the entire song is just kind of like millennials are just kind of like left out to stand by their bonfire and see what happens. At least it's kind of like the vibe that I get from the uh, song. So I think they're like actually starting to touch on some social things. And I really like the lyricism that's gone on throughout the singles. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and yeah, they're, 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 they are blowing up and they got a half a million uh, monthly listeners on, on Spotify. This is their Would fifth you look at that? album. Is it really? That's what it says on on here. Yeah, no, uh, no. They, I don't think they've ever come to the states. If they have, maybe like once. But it's kind of like a band, like uh, E Callboy, Dead by April. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other one? We butter the bread with butter. Who's found just amazing success in Europe, yeah. but hasn't been able to break into the North American market or any other market. So they just haven't left because there's no money for them. Yep. Yep. Well, this um, could this really could change things. But this could be their kind of their ticket in. Yeah, because so. you don't see a lot. You, you really don't see it that much. That that you see bands from the UK, you know, seem to do it. But bands from man, mm-hmm. mainland Europe, it's fairly rare. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. I really don't know why. But um, it does seem to happen that way. And yeah, it's it's too bad because because I I really do like Anis. Okay, they're uh, a great band, great people. Mm-hmm. Real excited. Can't wait to listen on Friday. All right, sweet. We're going to get into the number one record in just a second, but I'm going to I'm going to run a quick ad. Uh, so, boom, running an ad. And- <laughs> All right, well, it's time. We are going to get into the number one most anticipated album coming out this week. Oh, Shane, 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 Shane. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, Mike, Mike, Mike. No, number one this week. Probably one of the easiest number ones I've ever picked for this podcast in my entire life. Great. Uh, we've got our boy from Toledo, Ohio, lives here in Michigan now. I'm not sure where exactly. In the D? In the Detroit area. Downtown. With with his new album, Frontal Lobe Submission. Well, album, it's an EP. 
Uh, we've got our boy Landon Tours. Landon Tours um, from the Plot and You, most known yep. for that. And obviously, the Plot and You has has grown so much and has put us some incredible Amazing music. Band. But but Landon's solo stuff, really good. Oh yeah, I think it's on par with the Plot and You stuff as a whole. Um, both singles that have been released for this uh, out or EP, uh, Gospel Theory and then Kill Me featuring Rory Rodriguez from Dayseeker, yeah. like wow. absolutely great. Um, I honestly don't know what there is to say about this EP besides that. Like Landon has one of the most dynamic voices in the scene and one of the most interesting writing styles when he's working on his solo stuff. I... We're just going to have to listen to this album and find out. I know it's going to be good, though. It, yeah, it, it, it can't be bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, the guy's the guy is is incapable of making something bad. I believe it's just almost it's just almost like how good is it going to be? How mm-hmm. weird is it going to be? And in some yeah. cases, with with not just land and stuff, but even the plot and you stuff, I sometimes seem to like the weirder stuff more. Same here. And I don't think there's a lot of bands that I necessarily feel that way about. Like, usually it's like, okay, give me the goods, give me the, like, you know, give me the bangers, and then, sure, throw in a couple weird songs. I like to break it up. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I almost feel like just give me give me the weird stuff all the time. Yeah, like- and and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's really an interesting band, something I like to, I listen to all the time, and I'm right with you, Mike. This is an exciting one. Yeah, and... I don't know what goes on in Landon's head, but whatever it is, it's working. And he's just unstoppable right now with both his solo work and the plot in you. And yeah, no, I think we're going to be coming back next week with a lot to talk about once we've actually heard this EP. No, and I I can't wait to listen to it. And yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I venture to guess that this was either going to make the plot in you more like this or it was going to make the plot in you further from this and that is the next conversation that we're probably going to have probably next week but but especially when the plot in you puts out new music yes or puts out new yeah new singles and all that to see kind of where it's going to go um but Mm -hmm. but yeah no landon tours he is a bit of a weird dude there's no question i saw on his uh i want to say instagram story that the new plot album is totally finished recording. Oh, so wow. Okay. We will see what happens there when we actually get it. Who knows? But I mean, yeah. Who, who knows? It's it's tough for bands right now. I mean, if he's putting out a, a solo record right now, it, you know, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't make sense to put out the plot and you stuff right away. Although, really, all rules, all bets are off yeah. now. If bands I, aren't touring, and, and it could be, honestly, like, it could be another fucking year. Who knows? So I honestly why are we expect waiting? singles. I expect singles like late spring, early summer with like early fall release for the album. I yeah. think that would be good timing. Cause I mean, he releases so much stuff as a solo project too that it like is there any time when you can release plot and it's not also land and solo stuff going on? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe not. It's okay. Yeah. And and like more and more that stuff is like okay. I mean, I'm I'm mm-hmm. sometimes I'm a little bit old school with, with that mentality like oh well you're doing this you can't do this we know when was the last time we saw a river oaks album right right (laughs) i know well it's that's the same thing like i there's been times when i'm like oh maybe i'll like i wrote the song maybe i'll put it out it's like oh well 
there's like a Silverstein album or a single like going to come out like in six months. It's like, then who can't, right? Who can't, no one cares yeah. anymore, right? But that, that used to be the mentality that, you know, you had to mm-hmm. s- separate things out. But these days, I don't know. I don't think anything really matters. It's just all good. Really I love doesn't. that too about it. It's, you know, all the, all rules are off. So. Boom. 100%. Well, that's our top you five. You want to talk about some honorable mentions? I, I absolutely would love to. And I know there's a couple. All right, cool. So honorable mention, I've got this EP by this band called Brave New World. Uh, I don't know where I found them, honestly. I think I might have just been scrolling through Instagram uh, earlier last week, and they had like an advertisement or something like that. And oh, it's like, okay. hey, we've got an EP dropping. Here's a clip from our song. And I listened to the clip from the song, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. But then like, I, I go look them up, and I think they're fairly small still. Um, one of those that I'm just going to watch the career with great interest and see what happens. Uh, I think this could be a really good uh ep though and a good chance for you to get like a rookie card and say you know i was here (laughs) i like the rookie card analogy a rookie card analogy that's cool yeah no i'm looking on um i'm looking on spotify right now there's a couple different brave new world bands Mm -hmm. that both have released music recently do you know which one is which it's this one where uh, they've got like the flowers on their uh, smaller picture and um, whatchamacallit, their, their top song recently is called Sour Honey. Yes, I see the, I see the band right here. Yeah. Yes, yes, they have. Yep, I got it. Yes, not to be mistaken with the other Brave New World or the uh, Iron Maiden album. I believe Iron Maiden has a Brave New World album. I think it's called that. I don't know. Um, I, I think so. It's it's there's also a Brave New World podcast I think yeah it's called too. Brave New World the yeah. Iron Maiden album y- yes exactly and and the I book obviously by Huxley yeah Cla- a classic book um, classic but yeah no I I think this is great and I, and this is why I I think people should be tuning in here on Twitch or on the podcast every week for this shit where else are you can find out about this stuff this is why exactly. we have Mike Brave New World check them out. All right, um, so I've got just some singles left to talk about um, and album announcements with that. Uh, my favorite EDM artist at the moment, Porter Robinson. He's, I, I say at the moment, he's been my favorite EDM artist for a long time. Uh, he just has this really kind of um, chill electronic music, lots of sample-based stuff, not a lot of like fast. It's very good, like put it on in the background and read a book kind of music. Um, all of his stuff is inspired by nature and stuff like oh, yeah. that. It's really cool. He announced his new album and put out a single today. I don't remember what the single's called, but the new album is called Nurture. It's coming out in April, and I'm very excited for that. Nice. Um, favorite band of the show uh, announced their album coming out in March. We've got a new single from 68. Awesome. It's awesome. called, I think it's called This Knife, This Knife, This Knife is the single name. Sounds about right, yes. Uh, it's a pretty good song. Uh, if you're into 68, if you're not into 68, you might think it's a little weird and we're crazy. Mm, but If you're not, no. I think that if you're not into 68, you're the one that's crazy. Also true. One of, like, they're um, one of the best bands. We, we've talked about them so much on the, on the show. I, I believe their EP was, it was in my top five of the year for sure of top five EPs, mm-hmm. um, obviously members of the chariot, um, which is funny, you know, we, used, we were talking about all those different, uh, bumper stickers that the chariot used to make. 
Yeah. And and yesterday I sold a keyboard to this dude uh, here in Windsor, and I dropped it off. And on the front door, on his front like storm door, he had all these like punk band stickers, mm-hmm. and he had a, the uh, a, the chariot one that had it was like Spider Man, and it said the amazing the chariot, <laughs> <laughs> which is so the chariot. I I don't think I'd ever seen uh, that the chariot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bumper sticker, but I know some of the other ones were like, my other car is uh, the chariot. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> those are one. just so funny to me. Yeah, I know. I love it. So, oh. no, I, I cannot, absolutely cannot wait for this full length record from the chariot. It's been a little while from since the last one. You mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, 68. I would love a new chariot record. Don't oh, I, wrong, oh, I, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> That's never going to happen. I don't think it is. But I, I to be honest, I, I'm probably just excited for a new 68 record as well because oh, yeah. there's so much that this band can do and they're not, a, they're not, they're not afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. And they just keep getting better and better with each release too. Yep. I can't 100%. wait to see this. All. Have to highlight this comment. Just listen to the new oh. Landon Rory song and it is pornographic. Wow. 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 This is, this is a good Christian podcast. We don't talk about things like that here. Thank you very much. Wow. Okay. No. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, anything else, Mike? Yeah, I've got a single by probably one of my favorite bands that I think is super underrated. They're called Happy Hour. They're a lot like Shrezers, where they're <laughs> this uh, just kind of R&B laid over some post-hardcore jamming, and that's my shit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So go check out Happy Hour. You're going to love the new single. You're going to love everything else. Um, let me see. Just check real quick. Um, I think that's pretty much all that I've got for this week. Um, there's a rumor I've heard, if you want to talk about rumors. I'm, I'm, rumors are great. Sure. Rumor right. me. Uh, so there's a rumor going around. So I'm saying very blatantly, this is a rumor. I don't know if this is going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. But Silent Planet announced a live stream. And they say with the live stream, something special is coming and being emailed to you. And it's supposedly rumored that it's a new single this weekend Mm. on Friday. So keep your eyes peeled. There might be a new Silent Planet song. It might be next week when they actually do the live show. I don't know. But... New Silent Planet coming soon. It's been much overdue. I can't wait yeah. to hear new music. Yeah, from you guys. I, I actually, I'm trying to think of when the last time they released anything was. I mean, they've been doing the like remasters for the albums too, right? So yes, like the EPs in the first album. So let me look because I'm just gonna look it up. Well, the it's last important. the last record came out in 2018, I believe. Um, yep. You know, so yeah, we're coming we're coming up to to over two years now. Mm-hmm. And they put out a single last year called Trilogy. Too, okay, that, that's what good. I'm thinking of then. Yeah, I wasn't sure when they put out a single. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're the kind of band, you know, they've been, they've been kicking around for a while. They obviously made a great name for themselves as, as a great live band, a, mm-hmm. a very smart band. Um, you know, Garrett, their singer, uh, lyricist, writes like no one else. You know, if you look at their, their lyric sheets, there are footnotes about based on what literature he's referencing, you know, it, it's, it's so very cool. deep, it's very intense, it's very intellectual, and not a lot of bands in that genre are doing that. So 
I, I'm always excited, but I, I, I feel like I'm ready for them to hit that next level. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be one of these singles, I think, that's going to get them there. I think they're really similar spot to Era right now, where mm-hmm. this next album that they put out, they're going to blow up and finally kind of take their rightful spot as, like, quote-unquote, would-be warp Tour headline stage or whatever you want to say. Like, they're going to start playing right. the bigger venues and not opening for August Burns, right? It's going to be their show. So. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's the thing, though. It's, it's like we've seen the trajectories before, Mike, mm-hmm. with other bands, you know, doing it and opening, and, okay, yeah, you open the venue, you know, then your next thing you know, you're direct support. Oh, next thing you know, you're headlining the venue. But mm-hmm. with, every, with all the changes and everything that's happened with the tra- trajectory of bands, who knows, right? Yeah, if if it's, I mean, this is going to make bands explode, or if this is going to like just keep bands stagnant, it's it, it's it's going to be crazy too. Because how long has it been since we've had like tour announcements? Even like I mean, obviously yeah. we've had a couple and like people postponing tour dates and stuff. But we're going to come back from this, and so many albums have come out. All of a sudden, there's going to be bands who are changed on roster line or like tour posters where you're like, oh man, I was really used to seeing like. Of Mice and Men, a band who hasn't done anything. They're putting out an EP next week, I think. But, yeah. like, I'm used to seeing Of Mice and Men either headlining or being direct support. I wouldn't be surprised if Of Mice and Men's, like, third or fourth now because some bands are blowing up. And, you, like, they're these slow things that you kind of, like, have a natural progression when you see tours being announced and, like, who's playing with who and stuff like that. Yeah. But we haven't seen that in so long that I think it's going to be surprising some of the packages that we see and how they're put together. 100%. I, I couldn't have said it better. And, and yeah, and, and who knows? Honestly, I think the demand is going to be crazy, mm-hmm. but the amount of bands out there are going to be crazy too. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the second we can go, we're going. <laughs> it's going to be like the Wild West at music venues. Like, you're going to actually actively have to like prioritize like work, sleep, concerts. Like, yeah. It's going to be bad. Especially you, Mike. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You, you like obviously, I've you know, I've seen you at shows. We've been to shows together. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you go to a lot of shows, but you know, I feel like you're you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Like with you know, that. you Honestly, listen to like, so many records, you listen to so much music, but music's such a big part of your life. But I I wonder about you, you know, and that release that you know a lot of people get from seeing a live band. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Is it changed for you knowing that you can go a year yeah. without seeing live music and, and, you know, hey, survive? Yeah, it definitely has. And honestly, like I was starting to slow down a little bit anyways. And like for me, it's not as much about seeing the live bands anymore unless it's like a new band. So like if I got the chance to see like Happy Hour or like one of these bands who have just like started popping onto my radar and I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I would love to go to a hundred cap venue that probably has black mold everywhere and pay two dollars for a pbr or something like that and see this band that nobody else knows who the hell they are right i'm all over that and that's going to be a cathartic release but like if i'm going to see like even some of my favorite bands like it's probably going to be a little bit less often like i'm not going to go see era every time they're in town anymore sure which is like four or five times a year and i'm maybe going to slow down but but because i think you're going to be there but i i totally know what you mean Mm mm-hmm but like, I don't know. It's just going to be different. I think I've taken up some other things in my life and 
uh, those are just going to take precedence over kind of returning to seeing so many shows a year. Yeah, but I do miss shows, and I'm still going to be to all the big festivals. Another, like the main thing I miss, honestly, is just seeing the people at shows because you kind of get like a family, I guess, of people that like you always see at shows. So like, I just kind of miss that too. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm miss my I'm festival crew. I'm with you, but I will say there are so many bands that I didn't go see in let's say 2019 shows that mm-hmm. I missed. Was like ah, I could go ah, whatever seen them before i'll i'll see yep. them again i regret not going to a lot of those shows so i think when it comes back i'm probably going to go pretty crazy but we'll see oh yeah and we'll see i think a lot of people are yeah. um honestly i think i'm going to try and restrain myself but we'll see what happens <laughs> i mean it all depends uh, when it comes back too right right of course of course because like i don't know around september if riot fest happens like i'm going to be all over that that's like probably the only thing i'm going to do and i'm just going to blow all of my money on that but um like who knows if riot fest doesn't happen and i have to wait until like january like a lot of people probably don't anticipate this but like concerts are different in the northern states in the winter like yeah it's honestly unexpected snowstorms sometimes put a damper on things and you have to be like all right do i really want to drive an hour and a half for a normal 30 minute drive to go see this band in a snowstorm I know risking, yeah, you know, yeah, life and limb, uh, for sure. And and we see it, we see it at our shows mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Um, I, I remember this one show we played in New York City, you know, right, right in Manhattan, and mm-hmm. sold out. And like, I don't know what the cap, cap is at West Webster Hall, so it's like a fifteen hundred cap room, sold out in advance. Mm-hmm. We probably had seven hundred people there. You know, because it was like, so snowy. Or yeah, eight hundred, eight like hundred yeah. people. Like, couldn't either couldn't make it into the city. Didn't want to risk it. Whatever. Um, of course, the promoter ended up selling more tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, you know, oh, oh, well, there won't be people coming. Like, that's uh, that sounds like a promoter thing to do, doesn't it? It does. But no, but but it happens all the time. You know, when you tour in the winter, that you end up with with those kind of turnouts. We had one in a show in North Carolina where we had. I swear we had like a hundred. We sold a thousand tickets and like a hundred people came. Yeah, we probably should have should have canceled it or something. But I mean, we don't, you don't know how many people are going to show up, especially mm-hmm. in North Carolina. It was like barely snowing. Yeah, and it's like also things with infrastructure too. Like yeah, yeah, an inch of snow doesn't shut us down up here. Like everybody will be at that show who yep. has that ticket. Exactly. You'll miss maybe like ten people who had to work because of the snow. Like, but down in the Carolinas and stuff, an inch of snow is like a huge threat i know so. it's funny they freak out it's 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 i laugh but i understand it's different down there they don't have the, oh yeah they can't handle it the same way we can uh what else mike are we missing anything no i think i'm pretty good for the week um everything's summed up all right um, well we did it again this is the new shit it. the top five let's run it back uh just for the people that missed it at number five we have uh, Dark Side of the Cage, the new EP by Cruel Hand. Number four. Too Mean to Die, the new album from Accept. It's going to be a fun one. And number three. The new album, OK Human by Weezer. Very, very curious about this one. Number oh, two. Yeah. The new album, Aurora by Anis OK. Germany's finest. Two German bands on the top five. That's, uh, that's interesting. And number one. We've got the new EP Frontal Lobe Submission by Landon Tours. Frontal Lobe Submission. We didn't talk about that title. That's an interesting It's a great one. title. I love it. Y- you love every title, though. 
I do. Guilty pleasure. Album titles. <laughs> <laughs> too mean to die. <laughs> okay, it's, that's a great one though. Like, I, I know it's, it's great. So them. It's, it's just perfect for them. Like, and, but like you have to think like if Silent Planet put out an album and it was called Too Mean to Die, like no, <laughs> no, that ain't happening. No, we're not letting context that fly. is everything. You're you're a hundred percent right. Oh yeah. Well, Mike. Well, thank you very much. I'll let you go. Get back yeah, to your stuff. Sure. I will continue to hang out. But this is the oh, new yeah. shit. This is the yep. new shit. Thanks for having me on, Shane, as always. Every time, uh, To the listeners, at Slappy Slam on Instagram. Follow me. Get the full list. Uh, see all the new music coming out. It's a good time. Do it up. All right, Mike. Thanks again. See you, bud. See you, bud. All this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash. Got a new bitch. All this new shit. All this new shit. All this new shit. Got a new That's some new ice, that's some new drill, yeah. Got rid of my old trash, got a new.